so good to be together. Uh, anyone grab a name tag this morning? Awesome. I see him. I can see him. You don't have to. Re- I, I see you out there. I, I have my name tag on. As I said, my name's John. I'm the pastor here. And I see all of your names now, which is wonderful. We always say, oh, we're a friendly church, or I know everyone at church. And then amazingly enough, we start talking to someone and we think, I don't know that person's name. So now uh, you can have a name tag when you walk into worship. Feel free to fill one out. Our ushers and deacons and elders uh, all have uh, name tags that they get as well. So they'll wear those or one of these name tags. And we can just know everyone's name. It is so good uh, to be able to not just talk with someone, but have a relationship with them to share about what we're going to smoke on our Traegers today. Uh, All that good stuff. So as I mentioned, it is a Super Bowl, but it is our Super Bowl here at Grace, which is the Valentine's Brunch. Um, We are so excited to have you all here today for brunch. And if you did not know there is a brunch today, guess what? You're invited. So stay after worship for a wonderful brunch. Uh, We have plenty of food for everyone, and it is going to be a great time together. Right, Arlene? Amen. Arlene told me, hey, let everyone know they're invited. So you are invited to brunch after worship. Uh, We started this morning at uh, 9 a.m. our How to Read the Bible class. This is a great class that goes through the Bible Project. Uh, It is taught by Ron Ryan in the back. Good morning, Ron. Ron is a gifted teacher of the Bible. He has spent his whole life dedicated to teaching the Bible. He worked for a Wycliffe publisher, Bible publisher, um, is an amazing teacher of the Bible, and we are so fortunate to have him here teaching this class. So if you have ever wanted to have a deeper knowledge of reading your Bible and to learn all about um, the Bible project, Ron will share with you tools on how to read your Bible. He'll share with you tools on how to access uh, the Bible project from your phone, as well as introducing you to your own Bibles that you have. So I would encourage you to take that class at 9 a.m. every Sunday morning. Uh, It is in room nine as well, so that's easy. 9 a.m., room nine uh, with Ron Ryan, and that is a great class. Uh, We really appreciate you, Ron, for teaching that class. Thank you. We have um, this coming Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. It's hard to imagine that we are entering the season of Lent already. Um, I know it's coming up very quick with the early Easter this year, but Ash Wednesday services are on February 14th, so that is Valentine's Day at 7 p.m. This is a service of imposition of ashes and communion where we remember our baptism together. So I would encourage you to come for the whole ride here at Grace. We have our Ash Wednesday service, Monday, Thursday service, our Stations of the Cross on Good Friday, and then our Easter Sunday service. Did I forget Palm Sunday? I forgot Palm Sunday. Okay, we have our Ash Wednesday service, our Palm Sunday service, our Monday, Thursday service, our Stations of the Cross on Good Friday, and then Easter Sunday. So I would invite you to come for the whole ride here at Grace for that entire Lenten journey. If you saw name tags, as I know you did, you have your name tags, we have a new committee here at church called the Connections Committee. And Connections Committee is just all about connecting one another here at church. That is uh, for people who are walking in for their first time, people who are new here in the church, 
and then getting connected in to being a member of the church. So we will have connections lunches. Uh, So if you are uh, walking into Grace here for your first time, or maybe this is your first month, uh, we would love to have lunch with you. Um, You'll be able to have lunch with me, possibly at my house, Stephanie, sorry. And um, it will be a great time of uh, getting to know one another. So that Connections Committee, though, is looking for more people who are involved in Christ-like hospitality, uh, welcoming in uh, new faces, and just being a part of connecting one another to Grace Church. So if you'd like to be a part of that, you can talk with Sue Bouchard. Hi, Sue. Sue's in the back there with some uh, happy committee members. Uh, Good morning, Connections Committee. And uh, if you might have an idea, at my last church, we did this. Or uh, this is how we connected new people to the church. You can share that with Sue, and I'm sure she would love to hear it. I do have um, an announcement that's, I I guess, uh, kind of, uh, it involves the mission of our church. It involves past ministry here at church. Um, We have uh, been hosting Iglesia Gracia with Eliezer uh, Barantes for, uh, since around 2008. 18, I believe, as uh, when we uh, decided to call Eliezer to the church here. And then through a series of uh, the last five years, uh, that ministry has uh, changed. Iglesia Gracia um, has left Grace, and then they came back, and we are hosting them. And now uh, they have, uh, Pastor Eliezer has stepped down as their pastor, and they have brought on a different minister and are deciding to go a different direction than meeting here at Grace. So they will no longer be meeting here at Grace on Sundays at 4 p.m., which we are um, obviously sad about. We have enjoyed having a good relationship with them. Uh, we, I uh, actually had been working with the Presbytery meeting and trying to figure out how we could uh, continue to extend a hand in uh, ministry and mission to them, and things just didn't come together. Uh, but I will say we are still passionate about Spanish-speaking ministry here at Grace. Uh, Maria has a Bible study currently on uh, Thursday mornings, which is Bible 101, where it is a Spanish-speaking Bible study. She hosts anywhere from 15 to 20 people every Thursday in that Bible study, which is amazing. And we will continue to uh, be in conversation with the Presbytery of San Diego on how we can facilitate Spanish-speaking ministry here on Sundays as well. Uh, We're not sure what that looks like yet, but we are wanting to continue that ministry. So it is not an end of our ministry to uh, the Spanish-speaking community here in Vista, but it is a uh, pause in what that looks like on Sunday afternoons. Uh, Now I have a a fun announcement. Yeah, you guys like, everyone likes celebrating here, right? Cool. Uh, Denise, you want to come up? Sorry, Denise. I should have told you, huh? Giving you a heads up. All right, you can come all the way up. Come on. Where are you going? You're going that way? All right. I don't, just right here. So for those of you uh, who are around the church uh, during the week, uh, who know the life of the church, you know that Denise has been doing an amazing job cleaning the church for the last two months. Yeah. And it is 
such a blessing. It has been such a blessing in my life just to get to be around Denise a lot more. Uh, we have, uh, you know, bumped into each other all week long on the church campus, had some great conversations, and everything just smells and looks so fresh and clean. Uh, we are so thankful for that ministry you have offered Grace uh, while we've been in transition uh, from our custodian position, and uh, we just want to thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Denise. Uh, thank you for that ministry. It's been such a gift. Thank you very yes. much. Yes. Let us continue to worship the Lord. church that celebrates. Um, now I get to, uh, I'm going to change up for just a little bit here, to, I recognize one of the latest, the newest uh, citizens of the United States to, uh, in our congregation. Heather? You did it? Congratulations, Heather. Made it through the process. So we are a church who celebrates. And let everything we do Bring praise to the Lord. Please stand if you're able and join me now in our responsive call to worship. The Mighty One speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Keep not your silence before us, O God, but let the heavens declare your righteousness. Gather to me, my faithful ones, all of you who have made a covenant with me. We offer you our sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving as we call on your name. Let us worship God. Pray with me now. Morning by morning you waken us. O oh God, day by day you show us your wondrous love. The words of your commandment fall fresh on our listening ears. We heed your wisdom and are renewed by your word. You surround us with countless acts that tell of your majesty. We are struck by your goodness as we are refreshed in your spirit. Come, dwell among us, and through Christ let us praise you. You are the God we worship and adore. Amen. Let us continue our worship with the praise band. Please remain standing if you can. At your name. Who knows what Yahweh means? What else? The same as Jehovah? Yeah, just a different translation. And it, it's I am, right? I am that I am. The great I am. Yeah. Let's sing about him. At your name, 
mountains shake and crumble at your name the oceans roar and tumble at your name angels will bow the earth will rejoice your people cry out Lord of all the earth will shout your name shout your name your name the morning breaks in glory and your name creation sings your story and your name angels will bow the earth will rejoice your people cry out Lord of all the earth Shout your name, shout your name, filling up the skies with endless praise, endless praise. Yahweh, Yahweh, we love to shout your name, oh Lord. There is no one like our God, we will praise you, praise you. No one like our God, we will sing. is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly trust in Jesus' name. 
We have all sinned and fallen short of God's glory. Confident in God's grace, let us confess our sin to God and one another. Please join me in the prayer of confession. God of the compassion, have mercy upon us as we confess our sin. In Christ you bring light, yet you still dwell in darkness. Your word offers guidance, but we choose to ignore your counsel. Your promise renewals, but we heed not your wisdom. We bow to the gods of this world, choosing to hide from your wisdom. Speak to us again from beyond the cloud of our Now, in silence, let us bring our own prayers of confession to the Lord. And now, please receive the assurance of pardon. The assurance of God's grace is declared in the name of Jesus Christ. We accept God's forgiveness, confident that in dying to sin, Christ raises us to new life. Believe in the good news of the gospel 
In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. As God's forgiven people, let us turn to one another and greet them with the love and peace of Christ by saying, may the peace of Christ be with you. May the peace of Christ be with all of you.
I'm all about giving ample praise. So we're giving praise to God. So you guys can give it up one more time. That's a beautiful song. Let's do it. Yes. Walking by faith. Kids, speaking of walking by faith, you can walk on up here. So come on up, kids. It's the children's message. Time for the children's message. All children of God are invited, young and old. Oh, hi, Jennifer. Here he comes. Good morning. <laughs> hey guys, good morning. How is everybody? Good. Good to see you all here. So today I have a little treat for you guys here on this tray. Um, and I'm going to let you guess where it is. You can't see it, right? There's a treat. The treat is not the cup. The treat is something else. Um, so I would let you guys guess, but you have to be 100% sure, absolutely sure, which one it's under in order to guess. That would be tough, right? Like, not quite exactly sure. Okay, so what would help for you to guess for sure the right one? Maybe if I give you a little peek where it is. Did you see that? Did everybody see that? Okay, so that was a little peek. Now you know for sure, right? Now you can guess. Now you can guess which one for sure. So today's gospel lesson, our story, is kind of like that, a peek, and it's called the transfiguration, which is a big word. And when I found out that's what today's message was about, I was like, oh boy, that's a big word. I don't know, have you guys ever heard that word before, transfiguration? Well, the story goes like this. Jesus went up on a mountain with a few of his disciples, a few of his best friends. And while they were up there, all of a sudden, they're sitting there, and Jesus got super bright like the sun. You know, you look at the sun, the sun is super bright. Jesus got bright like that, and his clothes, bright white, and was shining. And then they heard God's voice from heaven say, this is my son. Listen to him. And they got, they got scared, right? Because that probably was a frightening at first thing to see. And they fell over. But Jesus helped them up and encouraged them. And 
what that was, that was showing them, that was giving them a peek at who God and who Jesus really was. He came to earth in the form of a baby. Remember, we celebrated that back at Christmas when he was born, and he grew into a man, and he was God, and that is what that showed. That was a sneak peek that what was to come, and, you know, next week we start Lent, and Easter's coming, right? So that was that was God's way of showing to them the peeking that, look, this is what God, this is, Jesus is God here on earth. And so now we know that. We know for sure, just like we know for sure where those Hershey kisses are, which, which one they're under. The, the disciples then knew for sure that he was the Messiah and he was God on this earth. So now what we can do, we can share that information with people because we know now for sure as well because we know the rest of the story. We know that he was crucified and was raised from the dead. So we know that. So our job now, go out and share that good news with people and let God's light shine through us, okay? So, all right, let us pray. Dear God, thank you for the gift of your son and help us to live our lives with your light shining through us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Uh-oh. Yeah, check with mom and dad. Sonny cannot have one. I'm, Sonny, you can have one. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Great job, Jennifer. Thank you, kids. Thank you, Sunday school teachers. Have a wonderful time. See you guys at the brunch. scripture lesson today is taken from Psalm 50. Hear now the word of the Lord. The mighty one, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and does not keep silence. Before him is a devouring fire and a mighty tempest all around him. He calls to the heavens above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me my faithful ones who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Selah. Please stand as we sing together, This is my Father's world.
You may be seated. If you would, pull out the Bible you brought with you. Uh, you can fire up your mobile phone app. I know there's lots of great apps uh, you all like to use to read your Bible. Or you can use the Bible in your pew rack and turn to the Gospel of Mark, 9, 2 through 8. Hear now the word of the Lord. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. And his clothes became a dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them. And from the cloud there came a great voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. The word of the Lord. If you would, bow your heads with me now. Heavenly Father, on this day where we all scurry into the sanctuary, hoping that we're not going to burn that tri-tip or brisket or the pork butt we're doing for pulled pork sandwiches, when we're thinking about chips and dip, maybe more than your word, we ask you to draw our sight back to you, Lord. We ask you to bring us into this place to not just have us here thinking about other stuff, Lord, but to prepare our hearts and minds to receive your word for us today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Growing up in the church, I spent most of my time enjoying the rich traditions of the church, marked days of celebration, and the church family I made within these four walls. But there was one day of the year, that one day of the year that just seemed different. The church rummage sale. Yeah. <laughs> The church rummage sale, that's it for me. Through the eyes of the child, this was the biggest day of the year. People brought amazing treasures from home and filled every inch of the church campus with it. Now, maybe you guys remember these, but the empty Amway bottles that looked like ancient works of art, I remember there's tables of those. Used tools, Toys, clothes, even fishing tackle. Yeah, that's, the fishing tackle always got me. But I remember one particular rummage, rummage sale. I scored the ultimate find, the best thing I ever got. I, I, I got a lot of stuff at the rummage sale, so I did. I always brought a lot of stuff home. But I found a microscope. 
Now, this wasn't a child's toy. This was an educational grade microscope, something from a classroom. It came with trays and dishes to conduct experiments. And I remember as a child, I spent hours taking these things that I had with me just from everyday life and looking at them under the microscope, only to find out they looked completely different. They looked different than I ever even thought they could, different than I ever imagined. My worldview changed thanks to that microscope, thanks to being able to pick something up and look at it and see the complexity of, of it all. Everything now could be so much more than I imagined. I want us to enter into Lent with this imagination. I want us to enter into Lent prepared for this great journey full of new discoveries. So today I want to suggest four Lenten practices, four Lenten practices from our text. And as always, sermon notes, if you want them, they're in your bulletin. I have the answers on here. You can take a peek real quick. Beat your uh, spouse to filling it out. Is it, is it a race? It's kind of, it's a race sometimes. I know Stephanie and I, when we attend church, we'd always try to fill them out quicker. Yeah, remember that? And we'd also pass notes on them. Yeah, but don't, don't pass notes on them. So the first Lenten practice that I want to suggest today is that we journey with Jesus, that we journey with Jesus this Lent. The text tells us Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain. For Peter, James, and John, this ordinary event of going up the mountain with Jesus brought them into greater knowledge of what their new reality with Jesus looked like. Spending time with Jesus revealed so much more about him. It opened up their eyes to those things that had been unseen. So the disciples, they just don't quite understand what's about to happen, do they? They're confused. But here Jesus gives them the script. Jesus shows them this is the journey they're on. This is our Lenten journey. So for us, we know that Jesus will eventually go down from this mountaintop, right? The mountain where he sat amongst prophets. And then he'll go up a hill where he will hang next to criminals. We know this as our Lenten journey, but the disciples are just now discovering it. So our second Lenten practice is then to look for the unexpected. Look for the unexpected. They go up on the mountain with Jesus, and he was transfigured before them. Was this unexpected for the disciples? Yes. Yes, it was. They thought they were going on a hike, and all of a sudden, this bright light shines from Jesus. And we're told that his clothes are so white that no one on earth could bleach them. Pretty white, right, Denise? Yes, that is white. And there appeared with them Elijah and Moses, who were talking to Jesus. The disciples see Jesus transformed in front of their very eyes. This is a celebration of the visible. This is a celebration of what can be seen. This imagery is so important. Elijah and Moses here with Jesus. Because it reveals to the disciples that Jesus just isn't 
a prophet, but he is the prophet who fulfills the law. He is the Messiah. He is the Son of God. Our third Lenten practice is speak less. Speak less. Yeah, I can, you want me to say it again? Speak less. The shortest one, but also I had to say it a few times. For myself, that was for myself. Then I I love Peter. Peter says to Jesus, Rabbi, it's good for us to be here. Let's make a house. Let's make a dwelling for you, for Moses, for Elijah. And why, why does Mark tell us that Peter said this? Because he didn't know what to say. Yeah, he was terrified. He said, hey, let's just stay here. I, I don't know what else to say right now. I'm just going to throw it out there. Peter says the first thing that comes to his mind here, that this has to be a good place right here, right? Here's Moses, Elijah, Jesus, God's speaking to us. This is a great place. Let's stay here. But Mark reminds us these are not the right words. He didn't know what to say, so he blurted out, Let's stay. But we all know, don't we? It's not about staying on top of that mountain. It's about Jesus going down the mountain because there's work to be done. This Lent, speak less, listen more. I'll say it louder for the people in the back. This Lent, speak less, listen more. This is a gift, isn't it? Being able to listen. We're so quick to speak. But what happens? What happens when we just start shouting stuff out? Like Peter, we yell it out because we don't know what else to say. I'm just going to talk louder. I'm just going to say something. How well does that work? Yeah, mixed, mixed reviews, right? But this Lent... I want to encourage you to take the 40 days, make it 40 days of listening. And I'll tell you this, 40 days of listening will deepen your relationship with others and it will deepen your relationship with Jesus. 40 days of listening will deepen your relationship with others and it will deepen your relationship with Jesus. So our fourth practice, last one, is focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud came a great voice saying, this is my son. This is the beloved. Listen to him. And suddenly they looked around, and they didn't see anyone else but only Jesus. Here God declares his love for his one and only son, and we all delight in the holy. We hear this, we heard the children's message, and we were amazed. We were drawing into your words, Jennifer, thank you for that. But we hear it, we hear about the transfiguration, this transformation of Jesus to God's one and only son, the beloved, and we think, wow, Jesus is Lord. We can imagine being on the mountaintop. There might be all this stuff to look at. And today, today's a day to look at stuff, right? We have a halftime show. We have the commercials. We have the stars. We have Taylor Swift in her box. 
We have all this stuff to look at today. So what a day to be reminded. In the end, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Let us only see Jesus. You've heard these stories your entire life, right? You've heard about Jesus your entire life. You might call yourself a follower of Jesus today. You might raise your hand and say, yeah, I'm a follower of Jesus. We might then take this trip like the disciples, where we start walking up the mountain with Jesus. And guess what? When you go on that journey up the mountain, you will learn so much more, right? You'll learn so much more. There'll be so much to learn about who Jesus is when you spend this time with him. Kind of like the first time I pulled out that microscope and looked at that seemingly normal object and then realized I was looking at something greater than I ever imagined. Through our Lenten journey, we discovered that Jesus wasn't just a man here on earth doing good things. We discovered that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the Messiah. We see only Jesus. Lent invites us into this relationship. Lent invites us into this journey with Jesus. Just like the disciples. We begin to see what God is doing in this world, and we start to form a new kingdom perspective. Some might look and look and look, but fail to see who Jesus really is. But here we have our eyes opened to the new realities Jesus brings about. This is the arrival of God's kingdom. So we're nine, nine chapters in now to the gospel of Mark. And what, what is it that we've learned? Jesus has taken us up the mountain, given us a new view of his kingdom. He has continued to do miraculous things that have revealed what God is doing in the world through him. Some have a hard time listening, seeing, hearing, while others have their eyes open so they can see him, maybe even for the first time, they see this new reality that we have in Jesus. Now, Jesus wasn't the king the disciples expected. Jesus might not be the king we have expected. Maybe you didn't expect to show up today and see Jesus, but we start to realize the more we look at who Jesus is, that he is truly the Son of God. We keep following Jesus. We keep going up the mountain with him, having our eyes fixed on his glory and seeing God's kingdom come down to earth. I, I think it's easy to make this season of Lent all about suffering. The truth is, though, that through Jesus Christ, we have a heavenly Father who is present with us in suffering. But thanks be to God, leads us to glory. Amen? So as we start our Lenten journey, 
Look for the unexpected. Speak less. Focus on Jesus. Friends, we are called to experience God's radiating presence, no matter the mountain or the valley. Let us prepare our hearts for what's to come. Amen. We are blessed, aren't we? As I walk around the church campus here at Grace, I'm reminded of all of God's goodness. I love to see Bible Study Fellowship here on Wednesday. Did you know there's 150 children on campus on Wednesday hearing about God's great love? How cool is that? You can say it. It's really cool, right? Really cool. Did anyone, who, anyone peek at the annual report? Could you imagine... The food statistics, I mean, we gave away thousands of pounds of food to people in need. And that's because what? Because someone gets in a car and drives and picks it up. Someone distributes it. Someone organizes it. Someone makes sure that it happens. So because of what happens here on Sunday morning, out of response of how blessed we are, great things are done here at Grace all week long. So in grateful response to all that God is doing in our lives, we bring our gifts, we bring our tithes, and we bring our offerings before God. And we invite you to leave those at the back as you leave. If you're online, good morning online viewers, you can punch that donate now button. And out of grateful response, you can give of what you have. And if you're a big person in giving of your time and your treasures, guess what? We need those too, right? So you can give of your time and treasures seven days a week here at Grace. So we would love for you to come out and volunteer and participate in serving our community here in Vista. God is so good. Let us pray. Redeeming God, you hide not your radiance, neither hold back your word. You come to us in love, fresh as the morning. We are sustained by your mercy and renewed through your grace. You have sent us your spirit to freshen our day. All that we are, all that we have, we owe to you. Accept our gifts and bless our endeavors so that we may do in accordance to your will. Amen.
I love our church. We truly care for one another. We pray for one another. And we minister to one another. I do. uh, If you're a deacon here at Grace, would you mind raising your hand? If you're a deacon, raise your hand high. These are those in the church who are equipped to care for you. We want to pray for you. We want to care for you. If you saw someone raise their hand, you thought, you know what? I know that person. I I need prayer this week. I need something this week for my church family. Please go up and introduce yourself. Talk to your deacon. If you need prayer today, uh, come up and talk with me. I'd love to pray for you today. I'd love to be in prayer for you this week. Uh, Pastor Will is in the back as well. Good morning, Pastor Will. I know Pastor Will uh, has an amazing ministry of prayer here as well at Grace. So we would love to be able to lift you up in prayer, uh, not just today, but throughout the week, because we know that our prayers are heard. So hear now our prayers. Great source of light, wisdom, and truth. You make all things new by the radiance of your transforming love. We give thanks for the Christ who leads us to the mountain and there sets before us the plan for all of creation. We give thanks that you speak from behind the clouds that surround us, sending forth hope that we may travel your path of new life. We give you thanks for your spirit who dwells among us, encouraging us to follow your call for justice and peace. Continue to enlighten us with your word, that we may ever be fulfilled, that we may ever be ever faithful to what you would have us be and do. Dispel the shadows of doubt that hover in spite of Christ's intercession on our behalf. In the face of conflict, we shrink from standing firm in the truth. Confronted with the pain of those who suffer, we lack confidence in our ability to to comfort them. Envelope us in the truth that you can do all things through those who believe in you. Spread your wisdom abroad in a land whose leaders so often lack direction. We speak of peace while the thunder of war is heard. You command us to love neighbors, but we are prisoners of self-interest and greed. Cries of justice fall on deaf ears. Bring order to our chaos, O God. Restore us through a vision of your care for all. As we descend the mountain, accompany us on our journey of faithfulness. In the wilderness, help us to know that you will not forsake us. In the city streets, direct us to the needy. Show us that wherever we go, you are with us. Let us now pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Please stand and join me in singing our closing hymn, I Love Thy Kingdom, Lord.
I like that one. It was com compact, a compact one. That was good. Yeah, I did. I was like, hey, I'm not ready for this, guys. <laughs> you know what I am ready for? Yeah. Brunch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ready for brunch. Ready for brunch. I want to remind you that you are expected to be there. You're not just invited, but the table has been set for you, and we are ready for you to gather with us around the table. Um, as soon as I walk over there, I'll lead you all in a prayer, and then the tables will be dismissed by number, uh, just so everyone knows what the deal is. So we'll walk from here to the fellowship hall. It's going to be great. Everyone's going, okay? Everyone's going. Experience God's radiating presence, no matter the mountaintop or the valley. Go now and walk in the light of the Lord. Stay alert, for the Lord is near. Pray for peace for all God's people. And may God clothe you in Christ's light. May Christ Jesus teach you his ways. Go now in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Amen. Amen.